All right. We're going to go silent, and then I'm going to clap, and then we're going to start. Oh, we're going to break it out? What, what are the cadence? All right, we are back to uh, version 2.0 of the Five Wide Podcast. If you were not meaning to be listening to the Five Wide Podcast, this is the wrong button. You have screwed something up significantly. Welcome back. This is year two. We took a year off. Um, and we've changed up the format a little bit. Real excited. Uh, let's start with who's going to be joining us this year. Obviously, I uh, am back. This is Grant Vargas Vandiver. Uh, as always, we have Taylor Potts back in the saddle for what up, year what up? two. What up, what up? And for year two, we have also added a secondary participant. Not secondary in our hearts, but just new, a new and a new addition. Jason Boone, how are you? Before we get into just the craziness of it, just let me set the table for a little bit so people that have never listened before know what's about to, to come down the pike. This is going to be a Big 12 specific, Big 12 focused podcast talking about college football um but the truth is if this if you're looking for a place that's going to break down x's and o's if you're looking for a place that's going to know what people's names are um there's chances that Potts is going to forget mascot names because that happens on a regular basis (laughs) this that's not you know if you're looking for something super serious that's not this podcast if you're looking to pay attention to what's going on in the big 12 um learn people's names as we go And, Fundamental and, facts are irrelevant. Yeah, facts are irrelevant. That guy, yeah, number 17, you know, that's what you're going to get here. Uh, and you're going to get a lot of fun. Jason, Taylor, and I have uh, been friends for, I don't know, 10, 15, 12, 20 years, it seems like. And so Ooh, we, yeah. just wanted to, we just want to talk football. Sweet, Obviously, uh, Potts, you may recognize he played college football. Um, Boone has not watched more than like six snaps of college football in the past, what, five years from living out of the country. So he's going to be bringing hot fire hot takes to uh to the podcast and uh i i don't know much but i probably watch more football than the rest of the two of you guys combined so that's what you're gonna get funny stories a lot of laughing a lot of acting like we know what we need and then we'll end every podcast with our pick em contest that we'll run throughout the whole season and we'll have some guest uh pickers that we'll introduce down the road but that's enough for introduction let's uh let's get started y'all ready to roll Hey, Vargas, I want to give a shout-out to uh, Shy Ronnie. <laughs> Shy Ronnie? Oh. Hey, who won Pick'em's last go-around, Vargas? Wasn't that me? Good the, yeah, you definitely won. 100%. I know. I just so, But why are you shouting out an SNL skit? I'll just give him a shout-out where shout-outs are due. All right. All right. Fair enough. Let's, uh, let's start here. I don't know. Boone's jumping in now. I don't know if he's actually here or not, but... Let's start here, Pops. I'm here. Oh, there he is. What, uh, what's your expectations? It's really choppy, so I'm going to go closer to the router. <laughs> what's the, this is a work in progress, people. What's, uh, what are you looking forward to this season? Do you, Boone, give me your top three and bottom two teams in the Big 12 predictions. Uh, man, top three, I think, has got to be... Oh man, I don't even know. I shouldn't probably. I should probably not go first. I mean, not watch college football right. and write this you don't, down. You don't, you don't have to give me the order. Give, 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 me the give Kansas a loss. There is. Write it down. 
What'd you say? I said, write it down, folks. This is the most legitimate source for pickums right here. <laughs> Jason Boone hadn't, hadn't tuned in a college football game in about six years. Chalk it up, folks. Bet the house. Except for every 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 New Year's Day, I watch a lot of college football. That's about it. That's not true. You sleep through the whole thing. A what? I watch a lot of college football with you in the room on New Year's Day. You don't actually watch a lot of the football. I'm not. Jeez, putting you on blast real quick. Yeah. Rolls. I, I, on, I think man. you just got to give Kansas a loss in the Big 12. Bottom yes. team. You got, you got Kansas is the bottom team. I think that's pretty. Nothing, nothing's changed in six years there. Well, actually, some things changed. Baylor is definitely back to Baylor. Sorry, Vargas. Right, Dude, Baylor playing the Wildcats this weekend. All right, so Potts, you've got obviously it sounds like you've got Baylor and Kansas your two bottom teams. I do. All right, who do you got the top three? Oh my goodness, top three. I've got TCU in no particular order. Or you want nope, me to go ahead? Yeah, no, you don't. You don't give me an order. Just give me the teams. Uh, I can give you an order if you want it. Fair. Go ahead. Okay. All right. TCU, Oklahoma, West Virginia, top three. All right, then you got then you have Kansas and and Baylor's the bottom three or bottom two. Just a bloodbath for the bottom two. Okay. All right, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go similar. I don't I'm not buying into TCU this year. I don't. I, obviously, I've always TCU has not always been my favorite school, but but you got to respect respects due. I just don't see them new quarterback. You know, first year starter. Um, I just don't see them. Uh, Blaylock got hurt during camp. He's out for the season. Big nose tackle. Um, I, I, they're going to be good. I just don't see them as a top three. I think you've got to start with Oklahoma, West Virginia, um, whether it's Kyler Murray. Obviously it is. We'll see. You know, he hadn't played meaningful snaps in, in three years since he was at A&M, and that didn't necessarily go that great. Um, but he's been really impressive. I was looking uh, – I saw their, like, their behind-the-scenes thing on Fox Sports Southwest last week, and he played uh-huh. a bunch – no, it was, it was just their like preview show for the season, just that 30-minute thing that Fox Sports runs. But he played in like five games last year, even started a game. He threw three incompletions the whole year. So um, I think he's got a pretty good grasp of Lincoln's Lincoln system. So, um, And then obviously they're going to be stacked everywhere else. I'm going West Virginia. Um, oh, and by the way, he's just a freak athlete. Yeah, the, you know, he's just incredible. West Virginia as another top three. Um, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Kansas State as my third top three team. And then on my bottom yeah. – Bottom two, I'm going. Uh, I'm going uh, Kansas, and although I really like him, I just I think they're one injury away from from struggling. And I'm going to go Iowa State for whatever reason. I just feel like Iowa State is is going to struggle this year. So Boone, we've given you plenty of time to stall. Um, hey, isn't it Bill Snyder's 93rd birthday this year? <laughs> I don't know. He's got. Uh, it, it seems like it. That, Who's been who's been in Kansas longer? Bill Snake, Bill Snyder at Kansas State or Perry Ellis at Kansas? What? You don't know who Perry Ellis is? I'm I'm pretty sure I know who it is, but I guarantee you. That Bill Kansas Snyder. basketball that Kansas basketball player that it seemed like every time we played him in basketball, he was he was still there. We he was there when we were at, in college and then he was still there like last year when we went to the sweet sixteen. Here's a better question. Who wins in the 40-yard dash, Vargas or Bill Snyder? <laughs> Bill, Bill Snyder. 
<laughs> wow. That's, that's How not many push ups can Bill Snyder do? He can do at least five, five or ten. What? He can do five or ten push ups and beat you in a 40 yard dash? He's 93? He's not 93, first of all. Yes, he is. I think he has his name. Might as well be. That that seems like a shot. That, that that's just a shot. You know the answer to that question when you asked it, and then Potts is like, "Oh well, my gosh, I can't believe you said that." You think, he's wrong. You think if he laced up in some air Jerusalem, some chacos, that that they would even the playing field a little bit? <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> this is put this it is on the podcast. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Boone's going with K State in the top three. No doubt. After getting yeah, the, 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 when, when the 93 year old coach can do 10 push ups and beat you in a 40 yard dash, they are definitely the top team in the conference. Oh, 100%. I don't disagree. No, I like, uh, I like, let's see, I like OU, West Virginia, and K State. I like that pick, Vargas. I'm going to put K State out there. Okay. I think, I think TCU has, uh, has too much going on. And they, they're, uh, I think their their balloons about to pop. What do they have going on? What's too much? Uh, they're in Fort Worth, maybe. Mm. There's like a zoo nearby. <laughs> maybe, maybe some animals will escape. I don't know. Not drama. I, just, just, just things to do. They're just they're in a bigger city. I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking based on on their natural habitat and, and the distractions that could they could they could have. TCU was not, one not really, but I think away from us from being in the playoffs, and that's pretty much the same team minus the quarterback. You gotta, that, you gotta say that again, Potts, because you basically stepped all over Ben. TCU is one good way, one good win, really one win at all from being in the college football playoffs last year, and they're practically the same team minus the quarterback. So I'm all in on the Horn Frogs, unfortunately. But I'm all in. So until game, until they lose game one, then I'm out. <laughs> all right. So we talked a little bit earlier uh, about all the different teams. You know, Tech, uh, TCU, Texas, OU. Um, pretty much everybody seems like, except for West Virginia, is, is naming a new quarterback uh, in the spring. A lot of battles going on. Uh, you obviously went through that pots. When do you think a quarterback needs to be named prior to week one? I mean, all these coaches are just giving these guys plenty of times to compete, you know, time to compete, time to compete. And then you'll have coaches like last year, Michigan didn't announce their, their starter until like the night before to the team and the next day to the media. Um, and then you've got some coaches that, you know, Texas named their starter two weeks ago, week and a half ago. Do you think there's a right or wrong time, or is it just depending on what's going on? I think there. I definitely think there's a wrong time. Let me ask you this: Why wait until the night before your first game to announce it to the team? What does that What does that do for you? What does that do for your team? Do you think? I don't know. I, I mean, I, I I tend to be along those lines of thinking. I think you do it earlier, unless neither quarterback has really won the job. Um, you know, and we've all, we've been in those situations where, or we've seen the situations where it seems like the coach wants, you know, whether it's a higher time to recruit or someone that's younger or whatever it is, they, they may even want someone to win, 
but they haven't either taken care of the ball in 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 fall camp or they haven't really just outperformed the other guy, and so they want to give everybody a chance to get more and more practices. You know, a lot of teams have their final scrimmage, you know, the week before, the Saturday before, um, and and so they wait to to get as many evaluations as they possibly can, and then whether they announce it or not, I mean, you you go up. I'm assuming that week of game prep someone's getting more reps with the ones than the other guys are. So the team may not, it may be, and I'll be announced the team, but I would assume that, that the O-line and the receivers, they know who's starting, whether or not the coaches actually announced it or not. Right. I mean, are, are there times where you're still splitting, splitting reps all the way up to game one? Uh, so I, I don't disagree with you, unfortunately, because I was hoping we were going to disagree because I was just going to shut you down and you were probably going to quit the podcast. But in my experience and opinion, you pick the guy as early as possible and you provide some clarity and direction for your team. Because people want to know, inherently people want to know who their leader is and where they're going, right? And it's very unsettling to go into a season without the confidence of having the guy in place. And you're, we always stress and, and talk about the importance of spring training, summer off-season, fall camp. And you're going to tell me that it makes sense to go through some critical training and development phases of your program without the guy being known to the team? Because people want to be led. And, and as a coach, I think you have the responsibility as you guide and direct a team to provide some clarity um, and some real focus for the rest of your team on who's going to be the guy come fall. There is no question about it right now. Get behind this guy. Do whatever it is to support him because he's doing whatever it takes for him to support you. And establish that that atmosphere and that feeling inside your team so that they can focus on a win, on what's important now, rather than spending time worrying about uh, who, who it is, why it is, where it is, and being asked about it. Um, being really asked and questioned and poked about a matter that's completely out of their hands. So I think so, you get it out of the way early and often, and you roll with it. If things have to change, clearly you can make a change. But put a guy in place, have the team get behind him, rally him, focus everybody, and go. So how do, so how, how, how does how does a backup beat out and come at that point? If if you're if you're naming your starter in the spring because you want that guy leading all through spring, all through summer, all through camp, you're basically, that's basically saying these 26 practices, there's nothing the backup can do because quarterback's such a unique position where there's one guy that plays. There's 26 practices where nothing the backup can do is going to change who starts and who doesn't if, if, you, if, you, if you name them too early. No, I, I completely disagree. I think if you... If you've got a backup that wants to be in the starting role, inevitably, undoubtedly, his response is going to be, well, coach, I'm going to do everything it is I can right now to prove to you that you were wrong. And the moment that somebody stubs their toe, I'm in. Deal? I'm and, and you hope that that's the guy that you've got behind that, that maybe you made the wrong decision, but you that, that's the kind of guy you need behind your starter, which is I'm going to do whatever it can to get in there make me a promise that the moment he, I do, if I do everything I can and I do everything I'm supposed to, and he stubs his toe, give me a shot. 
right? That That's exactly what you want. Does that always happen? No. But as a coach, you need to really rally your troops and get your guys thinking that way that um, you never give up and you keep grinding. So here's my, con- my, con- my con- here's my conspiracy theory. All right. This is, this is, give him the mic so we can kilt it. This is where Potts, you, you get really mad at me because I have these fan ideas and you think I'm stupid, but I genuinely think that these coaches slow play this because of the transfer rule, because of situations where they name some sophomore. And so anybody that's ahead of them in age automatically transfers. And now they've got no depth at the quarterback position. So if they slow play it, class started last week. They haven't named a starting quarterback. Now they can name whoever they want, and those guys are locked in for the season. They can't go anywhere. You name a starter in the spring, uh, you know, if Alabama would have named the, that freshman from Hawaii, then, you know, who knows if, if the other guy doesn't transfer over the summer and now Alabama's got no quarterback depth. And so they slow play this so that they don't – it gives guys less chance to transfer. I hate the transfer rule. That is Stupid. So you're saying I'm right. Mark it down. I'm not I'm not saying you're right. I'm just saying the transfer rule is really stupid. Well, so what what is just one should there be one transfer window like in soccer, you can leave at this point in time, but if if you don't leave between the the fall and and spring semester, you can't leave at all. Something to that effect. Not what soccer. It is. Soccer with a guest appearance in the Five Wide podcast. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in City all the way, so I'm I'm locked in transfer window this winter. We're all just trying to casually work soccer into the conversation whenever you can. Before we get to picks, which will be the last segment, we uh, there are some marquee games. Obviously, uh, Taylor and I are focused on the the Tech Ole Miss game, uh, West Virginia Tennessee. Uh, we're going to pick the Washington Auburn game, Michigan Notre Dame, Miami LSU. This didn't used to happen in college football pots when we were growing up. Boom. We didn't get these huge marquee games, and that changed a little bit after the BCS went away. Um, how awesome is it like? And maybe it's just because I'm a huge football nerd or cultural nerd that like you don't just like ease into it. You know, college basketball you have some of those tournaments, but a lot of just like the first six or seven games are these nothing patty cake D1 AA games. Now look, some teams are are, are I mean there are a lot of games that aren't even on the board because of who they're playing. But we do have some huge marquee games. Anybody looking forward to anything specific or just the, the idea in general that big games right off the bat? Hey, you know what I hate? What? This neutral site lets meet in some random city and play each other crap. Oh, why is that? Because there's nothing, I know why, like, but... nothing better. You don't know why. There's nothing better than walking into hostile I know everything you're going to say before you even say it, typically. Oh, my goodness. Walking into hostile territory into someone else's house and playing a ball game. No, let's all just meet in Arlington and play at this giant stadium where there's going to be 30% capacity. And let's go to Atlanta and play in some new cool place that's got Chick-fil-A in it. And let's go to Houston and play at the new stadium. (laughs) So, I mean, it's just like, how patty cake can we get? Go go to Auburn, go to the Dome, go to the Tiger's Den, the Lion's Nest, whatever it is, and go freaking play a game. You know, don't, I hate this stupid neutral site. 
crab. The, t- the tiger's oh, wow. nest. The tiger's nest is one of the most feared places in all of college football. Oh, it's so fearful. I, I don't disagree, but they're not even playing. They don't get to play there. They're going to go to Arlington. What is that? Well, you know why that is. Yeah, and I think it's. I just said money, money, money. That, well, money, but it's also recruiting. So Tech plays Ole Miss in Houston. Yeah, they get I'll to recruit. invite. They get to invite all the recruits and stuff to come see them play, which makes it easier to get those kids from Houston instead of them paying their own way. I, to I the have city. a hunch. Okay. From the cheap seats, I have a hunch. From from the cheapest of seats, I I think it gives uh, fans to show. So fans of college football to show their their true their true loyalty. For instance, Taylor Potts will be attending the game in Houston. He's going to travel, go and watch the game. As some might say, that's a that that is a true football fan. Others, <clears throat> Vargas, might say that a better college football fan is going to home and watch four games at once. So who is? the better college football fan, one who attends a game in person or one who watches from home. Ready, argue. Potts, I'll let you go first. Without a doubt, the who travels trumps all. But I would rather... (laughs) Thou who travels. Thou thou who travels. But I would rather travel (laughs) to Ole Miss' stadium and watch the ball game there. If I'm going to make a travel, if I'm going to make a trip, I don't want to go to H-Town. I want to go to Ole Miss' stadium. I want to go to Oxford. Right. I want to get the experience. Isn't it in Oxford? Right. Yeah. 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 Factory relevant. Um, if I'm going to make a trip, but without a doubt, I'm going to sacrifice my time and and get down there. Vargas, loss. So I'm answering this in two parts. I'm going to start with the fact that obviously staying at home makes you the biggest college football fan. It may not make me the bigger tech fan. Potts may be the bigger tech fan because he's going to the tech game. But I'm watching nine, ten games, not only because I love college football, but because we have a college football podcast. So Potts is not going to watch any other Big 12 games all weekend except for the tech game. So thanks for being you know initial an integral part of the podcast. But also, I'm going to watch so, the Notre Dame-Michigan so game. I'm going to watch that LSU-Miami game. I'm going to know what's going on. I love college football. I want to wake up at 8 a.m. I want to watch college game day, and then I want to watch nothing else until Pac-12 after dark. So about three years ago, Vargas, I, no, not three years ago, probably like six years ago, I got this thing called DVR, and it's this crazy new deal that they've got that you can actually like record something, and then later in time, after the event has happened, you can go back and watch it. So okay. I'm, going to, I'm going to try that this weekend and see how that goes. Boone, we're betting. You get Potts going back and watching film, basically, on DVR after he gets back from Houston. I get he blows it off and plays with his kids and goes to work. What's our bet? Well, with the long weekend and further opportunity to watch more recorded games, I think he watches a little bit. But if it's after 9 o'clock, no matter what day it is, and the TV's on, (laughs) Potts is snoozing. Ha- over or under well half, a half well a game. Over under a half a game. He watches on DVR. Uh, what time? No, what that point? The point it has to be like, what time is he sitting down? No, no. Are the, he are says the he says he's going to go back and watch if film kids, basically on asleep. DVR. So I want to know over under half a game he actually watches on DVR before Monday. 
before yeah well before we record this again so next week oh he'll watch he'll watch over no he won't even first of all i doubt he even records it second of all he's definitely not gonna watch it zero chance he's haters gonna hate what are you gonna say that's point one here's my second point and i'm that was that first i'm gonna take that was the first special pick him here here's this unless it's a huge game i'm talking about i'm talking about a game to get um, it's, it's almost always got to be some sort of like tech or, or some team I'm a fan of to get into a, a level that they've never gotten. So if I could have gone to the sweet 16 game for tech last year in basketball, or if there's a game to get into the big 12 championship in football or go to Omaha or whatever, big games for, for a team that I really care about, unless it's that, or I have access to a, a suite, I think I'm done with live sporting events. Dang. The only exception, exception have a lot of nice ladies. Maybe the only exception may be like a Rangers game, just a random Rangers game. Oh yeah. But but why why would I leave the comfort <laughs> and 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 enjoyment of my recliner and multiple games and DVRs and multiple screens to go watch a single game in twenty eighteen? I don't know. Maybe you like maybe you like the atmosphere of a live stadium. Watts is, is unable to answer right now. Gosh, you're missing out. Um, I don't. I, I'm not going to argue that the seat at the crib is is all that bad. However, I, I would love to go to kind of some of the I, – I would love to make a kind of a top 10, top 20 um, all, all-star all list of – I'm with you on that. I, I, you're right. I'm, I'm, I'll take that. But, I'm you're not, that. but you can't go because you gave up on live sports. But, but my so point is, is like, <laughs> that's, the, that's, an, that's the experience. Yeah, but you're not going anyway. You're going to be at the house. So me and Moon will go. We'll kind of make a list, and we'll go on kind of a, uh, an epic journey. So to, to speak. the we'll to the go west. to the tiger's we, nest. No, we'll probably go. We'll end up at the tiger's nest, but we'll probably go west and go to the White Sands, and then go to Arizona. Probably, yeah, Marcus, you're you're lucky. There's no college football team with with the mascot of sea lions because you would be out. They'd win every game. The sea lions? Yes. Because <laughs> they're so terrifying. Yeah. To you and only you. <laughs> All right. Here, here's a here's a segment of the show I think we should do. I think we should do a spelling test for the week. Okay, bring so you on. Can't, you can't Google this or type it on your phone. You're right, looking right, the you're first looking right word, at me. Yeah, the first word. No Google, Vargas. Is, is football Vargas. related. Hold your, hold your grubby little fingers up like this. All right. Okay, so the first word is scrimmage. Like the line of scrimmage. S. C R I M M A G E scrimmage. All right, we are we're going to try to keep these podcasts to around third, 30 minutes. So let's move on to the pickums. Obviously, it'll be a little bit more tight next week once we have games to talk about. Uh, this is the way we're going to do pickums this week. We're going to or this year we're going to do seven games every single week. All three of us picking. 
We are also going to be bringing on our good friends Ben and Steve. We're going to call. They're going to have them call in. They're going to give us answers, um, and we will pick seven games every week. We will keep track of that all through the season, and then we actually, as friends, get together on New Year's Eve and watch college football and do things. And we're going to do our final podcast of the year live um, at that event. We'll pick New Year's Eve games, and then we'll pick the winner. And next week, we'll announce what the uh, winner gets, which will be a trophy. So we're announcing that now, obviously. And what the what the uh, punishment for the loser will be. So let's get right to it. I'm going to let Potts go first because Boone has no idea who half these teams are. What? That, I mean, okay. I know who they are. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Potts. I am an American male. I did not like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't a missionary to a foreign planet. <laughs> Potts, first game up. OU minus twenty and a half. Florida Atlantic. Yeah, OU, without a doubt. Twenty and a half. That's an easy number. Twenty one and a half is a different number. Twenty and a half, easy. Take OU. OU. OU to cover. Texas minus thirteen at Maryland. Texas minus thirteen at Maryland. Don't know how this team travels. Obviously, um, obviously, man, I'm going to take Maryland. Uh, Thirteen points, two touchdown different. Let me have Maryland. Thanks. I gotta go Maryland. Texas to cover. Tech Ole Miss. He got. Tackle miss in Houston, this pansy neutral site. Let's get all recruit happy and everything because they're going to transfer with this cool new rule we have. You got to be optimistic. Give me Tech. They'll win. They'll win by six. Uh. Yeah, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna go Ole Miss there. Just because y'all are going to pick Tech. Tech to win outright. Cover. There we go. West Virginia, minus nine and a half at Tennessee. Going to Rocky Top. See, I would like to go to Rocky Top one of these days. Um, I think that would be a fun environment. You could probably wear a slicker suit or a uh, seersucker suit, excuse me, uh, when you show up there. Give me West Virginia. Uh, I think they're. I think West Virginia is going to start off the year hot, and they're going to lose some steam. Because uh, they've got a pretty good schedule on the the, the latter half of the, the year, so give me West Virginia to start off. They're going to win big in Tennessee. Well, I mean, it could be kind of fun to start off. They're doing all these crazy games, so I'm going to do a crazy pick. Um, I'll, I think Tennessee to cover. I'm going to go Tennessee. Washington versus it's Auburn minus two and a half versus Washington in Atlanta. In the in the Chick Fil A dome. Yeah, but it doesn't serve Chick-fil-A during Falcons games. Why not during Falcons games? Because they're on Sunday. Well, Sunday. what about that game? This game's on a Saturday, so there will be Chick-fil-A being served. Give me Auburn because it's closest to home. Washington, that's a long trip. Give me Auburn. Auburn and the Jared Stidham. Auburn. I'm going Washington. I love Chris Peterson. Michigan, minus one at Notre Dame. Oh, man. The team near and dear to my heart, my alma mater. Alma mater, that's right. Give me the Wolverines. (laughs) 
underneath touchdown Jesus in front of God and everybody. Speaking of, if if you're a college football fan, which you may or may not be if you're listening to this podcast, but Amazon has uh, their behind-the-scenes kind of hard knock knockoff called All or Nothing on Michigan last year. Very interesting watch, so you should check that out. Ah, man, that's like a crazy number, too. One? One on the road. So if it was, so they're basically saying if they're playing at Michigan, it'd be, it'd be Notre, Michigan Notre plus four. Right, right. I want to go Notre Dame. All right. I'm going to take Michigan, even though I have no idea what to expect out of their quarterback. Former number one overall recruit, now transferred to a second team. All right, finally, Potts. Miami minus three versus LSU at Cowboy Stadium. Man, another another example of a team losing pretty much a large advantage of home field in LSU. Yep. So, um, Miami's going to bring the turnover I think, chain. I, I think, yeah, they're going to bring some chains. Give me Miami, minus three, neutral territory. Um, I think Miami's going to be a good team this year. I think right. they've had some time to put some good things in place. I think it'll be close. It'll be slow. It'll be a grind. But give me Miami. Miami. I'm going to go with the Bayou Bengals. All right. Now that we've got the uh, three picks from Potts, Boone, and I, uh, we're going to add, I told you a little at the beginning, we're going to add a new feature to this year's podcast. We're also going to be bringing in our friends Steve and Ben. They're just going to be making picks, but they'll be making picks every week. Uh, the first one up, we've got Steve. Steve, how we doing, man? Thanks for uh, coming on the podcast. It'll be a good time. You bet. First time on a podcast. I'm, I'm excited. I'm giddy. Giddy. Why don't you uh, – yep. If no one out there knows who Steve is. Steve is one of our closest friends. While uh, Taylor and I grew up going to Texas Tech, Ben, Boone, and Steve went to ACU. They're D1 now, but they're not you know high-level D1. Steve's family is all Kentucky fans. Let's not waste any more time, Steve. I'm going to give you the game since you're driving back from work. Um, the first game up is OU minus 20 and a half versus Florida Atlantic. Uh, Oklahoma is going to win by the spread, no doubt. Okay. Without a doubt. I've seen Kyler Murray play. Fantastic player. Got that Aggie, short. Aggie connection. Yeah, former Aggie. I've seen him play. Uh, he's too short to throw over the middle, so watch that. But they're going to destroy him. He's, he can run the ball. All right. Next up, Texas minus 13 at Maryland. Yeah, I, I, I don't know about that one, man. I, I think uh, – I don't think Texas does that. All right, so you got Maryland. I got Maryland. Yep, Maryland all the way. All right. Away game for Texas. I think they're over overhyped still. All right, we got Tech minus two and a half versus Miss in Houston. That's a bad game of the week right there. It's one of the uh, games of the week for sure. Oh, for sure. Uh, I'm, I'm going to take that. I believe in the Raiders. Taking Tech. Game. All right. Next game up, we have Washington versus Auburn in Atlanta. It's Auburn minus two and a half. Yeah, that, that's the other, other game of the week right there. I'm going to take Auburn on that one for sure. Auburn. All right. Next up, we have West Virginia minus nine and a half at Tennessee. Uh, West Virginia. All the way. West Virginia. All right. Second to last game is Michigan minus one at Notre Dame. Uh, Michigan, man. Did, didn't Michigan get the uh, Shea Patterson? Is he there now? Yep, he is. Yeah, right. former number one overall that pick. Is, or number one dra- uh, recruit. Yeah, that dude's the real deal. Let me tell you something. He's, he's Johnny Manziel-like. 
Wow. It's okay. gonna be fun to watch Michigan. All right. Well, maybe maybe Harbaugh finally has his quarterback. I think he does. All right. Last game, Miami minus three versus LSU in Cowboy Stadium. Uh, LSU is almost a home game for them, so a lot of boys from Texas play for LSU, so I'm, yeah. I'm gonna take LSU on that. Going by you, Bengals. All right. We'll let you go. Thank you, Steve. We'll uh, we'll visit with you next week and uh, get your picks for it too. All right, we have our final picker of the week. This is uh, our good friend Ben. Ben, tell everyone hello. What's up, everybody? Ben is a former college athlete, baseball and football. Uh, another actual athlete talking on the podcast. Uh, pretty much everybody in this podcast knows what they're talking about, except for me. So. But Ben, I had to teach Ben what the spread was. He's a good, wholesome yeah. boy and didn't understand what that was. So we'll see uh, how that works out. Man, uh, use, losing Baker Mayfield, that's going to be a big loss. I don't know how uh, Kyler Murray's going to be able to do it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with a bold pick here and take Florida Atlantic. All right. Uh, next up, Texas, minus 13, going on the road to Maryland. I'm going to go out of the way. I'm going to say Texas. All right. Texas. One of the big cross-conference uh, games of the week, Tech minus two and a half versus Ole Miss in Houston. And you and, uh, you and Potts, big Tech guys, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride y'all's bandwagon. I'm going to go with Tech. That's all right. That way we're all pulling on the same rope, right? All pulling the same direction. That's right. Yeah, West Virginia minus nine and a half going into Tennessee. The combo, the combo quarterback and receiver, uh, West Virginia. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take West Virginia here. All right, West Virginia. We got another cross conference game: Washington versus Auburn. Auburn's giving you two points in Atlanta, so you got a Auburn's got to win by more than two and a half. Yeah, I gotta go SEC here, Auburn. Auburn. All right, another. Real cool game, historic game. Michigan minus one going into Notre Dame. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, the big blue, Michigan. Michigan, all right. Last up, we've got Miami minus three favored going to play LSU at Jerry World. It's all about the U, baby. All about the U. All right, turnover chain. Very good. All right, Ben. Well, we will visit with you next week. Good to talk to you, buddy. Good talking to you, man. That is it for this week's podcast. Any final thoughts before we uh, check out week one of college football? I think we should get. Uh, I think we should get Chooch on as a guest pick him next week. Okay. Chooch on. You think that's pretty cool? Cool. 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 All right, Boone Potts. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Late.